we are live so hello everyone welcome to another podcast that has no name yet uh you already know him that's tyrese uh i am sean um you probably met me earlier depending on which podcast comes out first i don't know you might see this one first in which case hi i'm sean uh this is going to be a podcast oh so first off the name so let's talk about that okay so me and Marquise kind of came up with the idea for the other one that we would make a list of names and then make a poll on Instagram and let the people decide. Oh, that's dope. You can do something like that. So me and you got to, we got to get together and, and make it like a top five, something like that. Okay. Of, uh, of the names. Um, so that's soon to come. But this podcast is going to be about anime, manga, all things anime and manga related. Um, me and you watch a lot of anime. Yep. I would say, I would not say, some might say, an unhealthy amount of anime. Um, yeah, I would agree so too. Yeah. I don't, I, would, I don't think I'm ready to agree with that yet. I don't think, <laughs> I don't think I'm ready to be that honest with myself. But I think, so I had an interesting conversation with my mom just to kind of kick things off. My mom okay. asked me why anime was so popular now. And for a, like for a second, I, I really didn't have any any explanation because anime is like super popular now. Anime and yeah. is way more popular than it was before because you're you're not old enough to remember. But in like the early, early 2000s and 90s, anime was like a very underground thing. Like it was not it wasn't like you there was like one TV channel that played anime. And it was just Cartoon Network. I would and, assume so. That's where I watch all my only, anime too. Even then, they only played popular anime. So if you wanted to like see Dragon Ball, right? Cold. So if you wanted to see something else, you had to literally like go online and search for it. Or, or I'm dating myself a little bit. You had to go and rent it at a video store. <laughs> <laughs> so. Like if you wanted to see an old anime movie that you couldn't find, like or 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 a show, if they had like VHS tapes of it or DVDs of it, you had to go and rent them from a store, and then make copies of it when you got home. Um, which is illegal, kids. It was <laughs> nobody does it anymore now, but it was illegal. So if you can do it, still don't don't do it. Yeah, don't do yeah, it. We, yeah, we did a lot, we did a lot of that and music too. But, but when I try the the explanation that I sort of came up with was, it seems like for every generation there's like a thing that the kids really enjoy or really like, uh, really like resonates with them. But because they're kids, like nobody cares. Like the adults don't really care. Yeah. But then when they get older and they're adults, they can sort of bring some of the things that they love from when they were kids back sort of into the forefront again. So mm-hmm. one of the the examples that I gave her in order to relate it to her was Kung Fu movies. Okay. So my mom was born in the late 60s. In the late 60s, early 70s, and early 80s, Kung Fu movies were not like really a big thing in America. For the most part, action movies were... Like, it was just, it was just guns and explosions. Yeah. Like, you didn't really get the same kind of elaborate fight scenes that you do in movies today. 
But by the time that my mom's generation were adults, which would have been the 90s, at that point, those kids who grew up watching Kung Fu movies are now able to implement it into their daily lives. Like those, those kids are now executives and artists and people Mm -hmm. who are in a position to make decisions on things. So that's how you end up in the nineties with Wu-Tang Clan and, you know, Fushnickens and like all these Kung Fu movies, Jet Li comes over to America, like Romeo must die. All these different, Mm -hmm. like, huge explode the matrix in the early 2000s like all these huge this huge explosion of like martial arts in movies rush hour can be like an example too yeah yep rush hour like before like i said if you were talking about like american martial arts like movie stars it was pretty much bruce lee and maybe jim kelly yeah who was like you know the black the black guy with the afro Mm -hmm. but then it was like there was not a lot but then, like, by the time you get to the 90s, it's like Jet Li, Jackie Chan, yep. Jean-Claude Van Damme, Steven Seagal. Like, there's all these people who just, like, and, and you know, kung fu movies and martial arts movies as, as a whole just exploded. And they're everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like, it's in the music. It's in fashion. It's it's everywhere. And anime is kind of having its time now. Like, all the kids that were born in the 90s and early 2000s were now adults. And that's how you see, you know, Michael B. Jordan having his uh he did a collaboration with coach yeah and they got you know the naruto the the naruto backpacks like uh, this mm-hmm. high-end luxury brand is making like naruto themed clothing you know megan the stallion does the todoroki you know red and white red and white the todoroki Tina cosplay yeah yeah so mm-hmm. it's like it, it's it's getting to the point where the people who grew up on this stuff are in a position where they can they can say you know what this is what i like so this is what yep. i'm gonna do so I'm really I'm really happy about that and I'm happy that you know we're we're in what really feels like a golden age of anime and manga. Yeah, like I think really, so too. It's really like a worldwide phenomenon now. Mm-hmm. Like there's so many new mangas coming out. And I don't know, it's just it's just good times all around. Yeah. It seems like every every year there's like this new highly anticipated anime. Um mm-hmm. which segues us into our first topic uh chainsaw man oh boy so chainsaw man has been pushed back again it, really so now they're shooting for like october yeah of this year it was supposed to come out for all of you who are paying attention in november of last year yep uh and it got pushed back again i think part of the reason why is because mappa is doing it mhm and I think they're prioritizing their already running animes. I mean, they already got like other projects like Attack on Titan. Right. Like, they got to do, do part two of season four of Attack on Titan. Attack on Titan. Like, and then they got to do Jujutsu Kaisen. Doesn't that come back until like next year, season two? But they're doing the movie though. Oh, yeah. Zero. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. They're like focusing all their resources on that. Yep. And the stuff that hasn't come out yet just keeps getting pushed back. I'm looking forward. I'm still looking forward to it. It doesn't matter when it's come out. I'm going to watch it. Same. I think think Chainsaw Man might be one of those animes, kind of like Demon Slayer, where like the anime is really what's... It'll be better as an anime than it was to me. Than it was as a manga. Yeah. 
like from season two from Demon Slayer. It's like the fight scene, the entertainment district. That's what really like shine with Tangen fighting mm-hmm. upper rank six. So I was like, I did not think that was going to pop off like that. Yeah, yeah. It, it, there are certain things that are just that. There are certain animes that were made, or there were certain manga that are made to be anime. Yeah. Demon Slayer was definitely one of them. I think Chainsaw Man is one of them. Mm-hmm. I think if it ever, if it ever comes out, Kaiju Number Eight might be one of them. Ooh, you know, I actually just started. I actually got bought the first volume today. I really yeah. like Kaiju Number Eight. Yep. I'm caught up. Unfortunately, see, here's the thing that I don't like about it. It's it, they instead of it coming out weekly, like ev- almost every other manga, mm-hmm. every other popular manga. Kaiju number eight comes out every two weeks. Really? How come? Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't I don't know. I haven't figured it out yet. Uh I have no idea. I haven't looked it up yet. There I, I think part of the reason why was because it wasn't supposed to be a long running manga. Mm. I think it was supposed to be like a shorter uh like um what is it called? Not a not a not a light novel series or anything like that. It, it it was supposed to be like a shorter story. Like a one-off. Uh-huh. Um, but it's just been getting more and more popular, and everybody loves it. Yep. And I honestly, you haven't read it yet, but I honestly feel like Kaiju number eight, Kaiju number eight and Chainsaw Man have a lot of similarities. I personally feel like Kaiju number eight does it better than Chainsaw Man. Mm-hmm. They have similar concepts. Well, like the main characters. Like, yeah, but in terms of like characters and also just like the, just the exposition and the explanation of the world itself, like how these mm-hmm. powers work and that kind of stuff, I think Kaiju Number Eight does it better than Chainsaw Man. But the storylines are almost identical. Really? Yeah, they're 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 almost identical. Like you've already seen it. Have you have you seen um, have you seen uh? Well, have you seen the creation of Kaiju number eight yet? Where he like gets his powers and everything? Like he actually becomes the actual Kaiju? Yeah, yeah. Uh yeah. I know that he works for an organization that takes out kaijus. Now that I think about it, yeah, well, there's similarities. So he so what happens is he actually uh there's a the the formal organization that's recognized mm-hmm. by like and backed by the government and everything like that. He works for a service that the cleanup. To clean yeah, up the they, bodies they, of the kaiju. Clean up the bodies. Which all which right off the bat, when I read that, I was like, this is great. Because almost no other manga, movie, TV show, whatever has shown who the fuck is gonna clean up all this. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like even with the Avengers, it's like who cleans up after that? That's true. So it's like I I was already very happy to see that they gave him a role where He's involved, but he's like sort of on the side skirts and on the out, like he's on the outside looking in. He's not mm-hmm. one of the people actually killing kaiju. He's just part of the cleanup crew. Yep. Uh, so I thought that was really cool. But you haven't seen the moment where he actually gets his powers yet. No, not yet. Okay, I won't spoil it for you, but it's 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 it happens very fast. It doesn't happen exactly the same way as in um. With Chainsaw uh, Man, Chainsaw Man, but it's a similar situation. Okay. Um, but yeah, I that's another one though. Like, if hopefully it gets animated, but I the way the way it comes out because it's coming out every two weeks, I don't think it will. 
Hopefully, it's just not, it's so. been it's been out for like almost two years, and there's like sixty chapters. Really? Yeah. Wow, I thought it was more than that. It's been out for like a year and a half, and there's like maybe sixty, sixty-two chapters. Wow. Because it comes out because at first it was like How- it wasn't even coming out bi-weekly. It like I think they dropped like five chapters at once, mm. and then just like it was gone for like a month. And then they started doing it bi-weekly. So I don't know what's up with mm. that, but it it comes out on Viz every two weeks. Now, compare that to something else, which I don't know if you watch it, but another anime that I really like, and I'm reading the manga now. Uh, but it's one of those ones where like man- manga, anime, it it could be either one, and it's, it's just as good. Uh, Tokyo Revengers. I've I've watched the anime for Tokyo Revengers. I have not start. I have not picked up from the manga. Like I've read that. Like I've read after what happened from the from the last season. I know what happens after the last season. That's the only part I've read. Okay, that's that's one of the few that like the the anime can only do so much because there's nothing crazy really happening. Mm-hmm. Like they're just they're just fighting. They're just badass kids fighting just in alleyways. Middle schoolers. Yeah. Not even high schoolers. Middle schoolers just beating the school- shit out well, of no, each other. No, no. Some of them are in high school. Draken, Draken and Mikey are 15 and 16. Oh, yeah, they are. Uh, Baji's 15, I think. Some of them, some of the older members are in high school. Okay. But, but uh, Takemichi is... is like thirteen, so he's, yeah. he's middle school. He's like a second year or third year in middle school. Yeah, and then like all his friends are in middle school. Most mm-hmm. uh, most most of them are in middle school. It seems like that's like the recruiting age. Yeah, <laughs> like that's when you want to get them. That's when you want to get them in, and that's when they all like start showing like signs of. I guess criminal activity. I don't know, but yep. as the the amount of like strength that they have. As like thirteen to fifteen, thirteen to sixteen year olds, just makes no sense. Like they're beating adults up, right? Not not with powers. Like this is not. I cannot stress this enough. Anybody who has not watched Tokyo Revengers, this is not a shonen like Naruto or Bleach or any. There is no powers. This is just. It's just these. The straight hands. It's, it's straight hands. And if you're Mikey, hands and flip flops. You really be knocking out people with slides, though. Yep, that's the crazy yep. part. It's just, it's just hands, and they will, and they just like, they just destroy everybody. Yep. It's amazing, and then ride off on motorcycles. How many mm-hmm. middle schoolers do you know that can beat up adults and then ride their motorcycle off into the sunset? Like it's just, it makes no sense. But I love mm-hmm. it. <laughs> Same, I love it too. It makes being in a I shouldn't say this, but it does make being in a gang look cool. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's not really like this, but it makes being in a gang yeah. look cool. <laughs> it makes being in a biker gang look cool. Uh, same thing with One Piece. One Piece makes being a pirate look cool, even though being right. a pirate always look cool. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so let's so let's talk about One Piece for a second. Where are you in One Piece? By the way, actually, I'm sorry. Wait, before you start, let me just remind everybody. I I let everybody know I was the one 
who got this man to watch One Piece. So everybody yes, out there in the One Piece community, uh, he was converted by me. I did it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're all welcome. And you're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Now I'm an honorary member of the Straw Hat Pirates. Yes, you are. Or you can even make your own. That's a popular thing, too. People That's make a good own, I can make, make my own, own pirate. Roger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So where, where are you right now? So I'm at the middle of the Dressrosa arc when Luffy and them decided to go to Dressrosa to take down Doflamingo. Right. Okay. He's like in the tournament part where he found out like Ace's Devil Fruit was up for the prize. Right. In the Coliseum. Yep. Yeah. And, and I was like, he was like, nope, I'm not letting nobody get my brother's power. And then he met Sabo again. It was like, he need, he needed that. It's interesting looking back knowing what we know now, and I'm not going to spoil anything for you, but, well, this is information you already know. But, you know, Luffy got his devil fruit from Shanks. Yeah, he... Yeah, he wasn't supposed to eat the devil fruit. He just happened to find it and just ended up eating it. Right. But Shanks just had it. Yeah, he just had it. So, when you look... Like, looking back at that whole arc with Dressrosa, the fact that Doflamingo decided to collect the flare flare fruit and the fact that mm. luffy wanted it but yep. he didn't want to eat it it shows that people like just have people just harbor devil fruits yeah not even to eat them just to have them like just for no reason and i always thought that that was kind of interesting and and even now in the story they still haven't really explained it but like i always wonder what it was that made shanks go and get the gum, the gum, gum, gum fruit, fruit. Yeah. if he wasn't going to eat it himself. That's an interesting idea. I always thought about it, too. Like, I thought at some point he was going to eat it himself and get and get rubber powers like Luffy, but I was like, well, what was the point? Was he going to, like, sell it or just hold it on? Right. Like what, like what Doflamingo did with the Flare Flare fruit? Because even with Luffy, like, he said, I, you know, I want it. Like, it was like, it was Ace's Devil Fruit. I want to have it. To, mm-hmm. Like, you know, because it was my brother's. He never even says though- what he's... He never says what he's gonna do with it. I mean, even though he really couldn't eat it, yeah, he's he still he still don't want anybody else to. He wanted exactly. He still don't want anybody like a rando just just get his power. Yeah, which is weird because it's like, it's not it's not him. Like it's not Ace. This is Devil Fruit power. Yeah, so it it was it was odd. It was yeah. odd, but it also like shed some light on, I guess Shanks is maybe his thinking of like why he maybe went after the gum gum fruit because like i said they still haven't explained it yeah but who knows but yeah one piece so one piece is like one piece is my favorite story so far of like all the manga and anime that i've watched and read one Mm -hmm. piece is my favorite story it is not my favorite anime um i don't even know if i would say it's been my favorite manga to read so far like I, I think I've had I've enjoyed other manga like reading them just as much as I've enjoyed One Piece but mm-hmm. as far as the overarching story the overall story I don't think I've enjoyed a story quite to the same level that I have with One Piece like to the point where it doesn't matter what format it's in it could be mm-hmm. like Oda could just write it out like literally just write out a novel yeah the rest of One Piece and I would read it same like it it could be a manga it could be an anime it could be just words he could he could just speak and i'll sit there and listen he could just do whatever he want with yeah, one piece yeah. and it'll the still story, be golden the story itself like is so uh big like it's so grand 
that's what really got me into one piece in yeah. the first like you said like the like the world of one piece is like grand with east blue west blue south blue north blue the grand line the red line it's yeah. like there's so many characters and like so many stories it doesn't just focus on like one group of characters like destroy it it just it focuses on like every every pirate like the heart pirates with law and like yeah. the kid pirates and killer the supernovas and what they're doing, especially like Blackbeard and what yeah. and what and what his grand plan and doing. That's yeah. what I really like about One Piece. Like the the Straw Hats and Luffy, like they're the main characters, but the story's not about overall them. around around yeah. them. Yeah, that's what's really cool. And I and mm-hmm. you know when we when you talk about the world, you know, it wasn't until I started reading and watching One Piece that I realized just how small all of the other worlds and like all of the other major animes are mm-hmm. like even with dragon ball like they go to multiple planets but even then it's like every time they go somewhere they go to like one place yeah like every time in dragon Ball, they go to like one there's like three cities in dragon ball pretty much planet and then they go to namek and they go to one place on namek it's like yeah. everywhere that they go it's like one it's just one thing whereas like with with one piece there's all these different islands everyone is different there's Every different situations, time. there's different political yeah. things going on, and even, internal affairs is like right. If only even, Dragon Ball has something like that. Even one island can have different, vastly different areas. Yes. You know, like is there's so much information and the the unlike something like Hunter Hunter, which you know, Hunter Hunter is like for 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 what it is, it's it's a pretty big world. But even mm-hmm. then, as a reader or watcher, you don't even know that until the end of the series. Yeah. But like for most of the series, it's like, oh, okay, there's like two continents, maybe. And they just, they travel yeah. between like these areas. And then by the end, you find out about the dark continent. Continent, it's like, yep. It's, it, uh, like it's so, it's almost like they kind of pulled it out of nowhere. Yeah. Just for the sake of continuing the story. Whereas with One Piece, it's like you've known from the very beginning, like there's multiple oceans, yeah, let alone continents. Like there's there's a huge amount of space out there, like unexplored area and territory. They and, just made it to the new world, so who knows right. what the hell is out? Who knows what else is out in the new world? There's like and, plenty of islands out there. Not only that, Reese, they still haven't even explored the other blues. They really, they only explored the East Blue in a minute. And just went for the Grand Line. Yep, they explored. Oh. They explored like half the East Blue. Let, That's not even true. That, like a quarter, like a quarter of the East Blue. Just like this af- what they had to go through to get to the Grand Line. Like I feel like after what was it after the the Arlong Arc, Arlong mm-hmm. Park. I feel like they just went for the for the Grand Line. They didn't travel everywhere yeah. else in East Blue. Like after they, like after they, like helped Nami with her situation. They just went to the town that's where. The, where Roger was executed and just yep. made a beeline to the Grand Line. Because like, they, I were s- only, they were only focused on the necessities at that point. They're, they were like, the Grand Line is the goal, but we, we need a navigator and we need a chef. Yeah, pretty much. After that, we can go. <laughs> it's like they were, they were only focused on having what they needed to survive. Yep. They, didn't, they could have gotten a doctor in the East Blue. That's true. But they were just like, we'll figure that out later. <laughs> like... <laughs> we'll we'll pick a doctor up on the way. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, they they still haven't even explored the other blues yet. But but what I do like is that they're not just out there and we don't know about them. We know about them already. We've known about them since the beginning of the series. We've known characters who have come from there since the beginning of the series. You know, mm-hmm. Shanks. Shanks is from the West Blue. Uh, Lost so from like, the North Blue. Yep. So it's like we've we we've they tell us about it, but they don't show us. They don't show us mm-hmm. until it's until it's relevant. Yeah, you know, even even Wano, like we've known about Wano for like forever, all the way. I remember. Back to... I remember Ace was mentioning that he went to Wano. Yeah, yeah, like it's it's it's. I love that. Um, and see, that's one of the benefits of having a a story that's been going on for as long as One Piece has. Because it's like they they give themselves to t- the time to be like, you know what, we're gonna tell you this, we're gonna give you this bit of information, but we're just not gonna explain it any further. Because mm-hmm. you'll get that later. Like some of the payoffs, like with like one of my favorite, my favorite arc personally of One Piece is Water Seven. That's a good arc. And part of the reason why is actually everything that happens after Annie's lobby when they get back to Water Seven and Garp shows up. Yep. So I I really love like those lore lore dumps where it's like we just get a whole bunch of information at once. And when Garp comes and it's like all the dots start to connect where we realize like, oh, this is who Kobe and Helmeppo have been training with. Yep. This is who uh, Aokiji was talking about when he told Luffy, your gramps helped me out a while back. Mm-hmm. Like this is like it all starts to make sense and the pieces start to connect. Oh, yep. this is why Dragon helped Luffy escape because he's his mm-hmm. fucking dad. <laughs> yep. So it's like, you know, I, I really like that kind of stuff. And not, not only... Like, not a lot of animes really do that well. Yeah. Naruto did for a while, and then it kind of got out of hand. Uh, Bleach, same thing, did for a while, and then it sort of got out of hand. Yeah. It's like, speaking of Bleach, like, what are you, are you excited about it coming back? You know, the anime. The Thousand Year Blood War. Yeah. Yep. I'm, I'm excited about it. I'm excited about it, but I'm also a little, like, I'm excited to see the fights. Yeah, that's same. Kinda, that's it. That's pretty. That's much pretty it. much it. Because that that whole arc was like where the story kind of went off the rails. Yeah. Like, I'm not even going to get into the Soul King being the guy from the Oblongs, where he's just like got no arms or legs, and it mm-hmm. just doesn't make any sense. But like that, the the Squad Zero, <laughs> like they hyped up. <laughs> They hyped up Squad Zero for them to get decimated in like three chapters. Yep. Like it's just, Mm-mm. it was terrible. And then, then they, spoilers by the way, if you haven't finished Bleach, but then they made a. They said Ichigo's mom was a Quincy. So it's like, oh, Ichigo has Soul Reaper and Quincy and really Kamo, all like all everything. He's everything. He's everything. Yeah, and it's just like, come on, man. It's like you you're taking the chosen one thing too far now. Cause it's like it's it's too much. <laughs> this doesn't make yeah. any sense. So I don't know. Like I said, I'm excited to see the fights. Mm-hmm. Um, Hunter Hunter is still going. I haven't caught up with it yet. Me I neither. Actually stopped, I stopped reading Hunter Hunter after the um, secession arc, where they're trying to figure out who's going to be the next chairman. That's what I stopped reading. That that's that's where I stopped reading too. Yeah. It, part of me felt like the story was supposed to end there. 
I mean, yeah. I think it was. I think it was supposed to end there, and they decided to just keep it going. But it's it's I don't know. There, it's tough because there are a lot of stories that you can tell were not written to be this long. Yeah. Whereas One Piece was. Mm-hmm. Like it's almost the opposite. Like One Piece was written to be long, but Oda didn't expect to actually get this much time to do it. Yeah. Whereas a lot of other ones were like written to be a little bit shorter, but they were so successful that the the studios were like, "No, keep you got to keep going." So, mm-hmm. you know. But here's my next. Here's my question. Okay. And if depending on your answer, I, I'll need some advice from you. Have you ever been to an anime convention? Uh, no. But July, I'm going to this thing that's called BlurCon. You are. Yeah. Okay. I wanted to go to DreamCon. I wanted to too this year, but I missed it. They look a like they look like a lot of fun. It does. I was planning on cosplaying too, like yeah. for. I, like for the first day of BlurCon, I plan on dressing up as Law. Okay, you're gonna be very popular. Mm-hmm. But Everybody I haven't decided. But I haven't decided if I wanted to go. No, I'll probably go the the Shaba Odi Archipelago outfit he wore, the the yeah. hoodie. Yeah, I'll That's probably a go that route too. Because it'll be summertime. You don't want to have a whole trench coat on. I don't want to have a whole black <laughs> trench coat on. Yeah. <laughs> but. Yeah, that everybody loves law, and I don't. I'm not gonna say I don't like law. I don't get it. Is you don't like weird? law? Is that that might be an unpopular opinion? I don't. It's not that I don't. I don't dislike be, law. I just don't get why everybody likes him. I'll be one thing. He he does look pretty cool. The task and everything. I also like does. his devil fruit ability. I also like his devil fruit ability. Yes, that is very cool, and it gets it gets better. I won't like. I won't spoil. It, it does get better. But in Wano. And Wano, he's uh he's done some stuff. So I've but, heard. But oh, okay. So yeah, I don't dislike law, but law law for me is like very one note, if that makes sense. Like he's he he reminds me a little bit of like Kakashi. Not in a Well, I knew you were gonna say Kakashi. Yeah, like Kakashi's like they're so they're not they're not one dimensional in terms of like who they are as characters. But in terms of, like, their behavior, like, they're very just sort of one-dimensional, kind of, like, across the board. Just, like, they have no emotion. <laughs> like, <laughs> they, like, their voice never changes. Like, they don't yell. They don't get upset. Mm-hmm. They're kind of, and then when they do, it's, like, it's almost, it's almost weird. Mm-hmm. Like, it, like, with Luffy, like, he's such a dynamic character. We've seen Luffy cry. We've seen Luffy angry. We've seen Luffy happy. Like we've seen yep. him confused. We've seen him try and like do an awful, you know, job at lying. Yep. Like we've seen him fighting. We've seen him getting his ass beat. Like we've seen Luffy do everything. With mm-hmm. Law, it's like he's kind of just so even keel that it's like I don't know. He. <sighs> Law's, I get Law's what you're kinda, saying. It's kind of boring to me. <laughs> I get what you're saying. But his Devil Fruit is amazing. It's after- it's one of the most powerful Devil Fruits I think in the story. Yeah. In terms it's of Paramecius, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, it's funny because whenever people ask, like, what devil fruit, if you could have anybody's devil fruit, which one would you pick? Law is always up there. Law, uh, Whitebeard, 
Yeah, I would have white beard. Either Mark laws or white beard. I would love. Actually, now that I think about it, if I was like a devil, if I had a devil fruit ability, I would like to be a zone type. Mo- See, it's tough. I-, I think if I was going to be a zone, I would have to be a mythical um, zone. As a mythical zone, like I would have to be like, like Marco or or somebody like that. Yeah. Like, because here's the thing, and I I I um. I talked about mythical zones a little bit on my YouTube channel, but what makes mythical zones so cool is that they had they're they're essentially a zone combined with the paramecia. Yeah. Because you get the ability to transform into this creature, which is the zone thing, and you also get oh. the added like physical durability and strength and everything, but yeah. you also get another power, which is whatever that mythical creature's power was. Yeah, like Marco, he can turn into a phoenix, now he can control flames and heal himself. Yeah, he can heal himself. He can heal other people. Like, yeah. Uh, what, what's his name? Sengoku. He the Sengoku Buddha. Is, he's the Buddha. He's the mythical, uh, mythical Hito Hito human human fruit human model. model. Yep. So he can transform into Buddha. He basically becomes a giant, but he also can make shockwaves with his palm. Yep. So it's like, mm. if I was to be a zone, if I was, if I had to pick zone, it would be a mythical zone. Yep. Otherwise, I would probably pick a Paramecia or a Logia. Like control a natural element like Logia, you can get that intangibility. That'd be nice. Yeah. Like I think I would, I would probably pick either Aokiji or Kizaru. I mean, not Kizaru. Well, uh, uh, Akainu. Yeah. Oh, his magma fruit. Yeah, because the thing is, like the thing that most people don't talk about, their devil fruits are cheat codes. All because, three of the admirals, all three of them got Logias. They all yeah. could like dodge attacks. But they could pass right through them. Here's why Aokiji and Akainu's Devil Fruits are cheat codes, though. And what nobody, not nobody, but what a lot of people fail to realize, right? Devil Fruits, Devil Fruit users' weakness is water, right? Yeah. Both of them can make their own land. That's true. Like, Aokiji literally rides his bike across the ocean. Yeah, like, he can literally unfazed. flip the ocean over. Akainu can just make land. Like, he can literally make rocks. Mm-hmm. So, neither one of them ever really have to worry about drowning. That's true. So, it's like, people, their, their, their devil fruits are great just on their own. But the fact that you can work around the whole drowning issue by just making, your, just making yourself something to stand on. Mm-hmm. That's like that's kind of OP. That's kind yeah. of OP. Mm-hmm. But if I had to pick a Paramecia, it would be, it would be Law or or uh, would I pick Whitebeard? I don't know if I would pick Whitebeard. I guess I would. The Tremor Tremor pick... Fruit. Let's see, Whitebeards is like. Whitebeard's his fruit is strong, but it's it's just strong for attack purposes. I was about to say that is is primarily for offense. Exactly, exactly. But there's so many devil fruits that are like great for offense and, and something else, like Big Mom. Like I would take Big Mom's fruit. I know you don't know what it is, so I'm not going to tell you. But her devil fruit is really interesting. Like it's not really a great it, in and of itself. It's not really an attack double fruit, but she mm-hmm. ma- she can make attacks with it. Really, same thing with law. Like law's double fruit is not 
made for attacking people. It's he's he's a doctor. Like yeah, he makes a surgery room, but in that room he can do whatever he wants. He wants like so if he take wants people's to cut heart you out, have, exactly switch exactly. people's personalities is like right. wow so it's like it can be used as an uh, for attack for but for a whole host of other reasons like he holds people hostage mm-hmm. without even having to contain them he just takes their heart out and it's like all right you do some stupid shit i'll stab you in the heart <laughs> like, yep. <laughs> i don't even have to be on the same island as you like i literally right. have your heart in my hand i can just go off and do whatever i want mm-hmm. and you can't do anything about it so it's like Devil fruits like that are the ones that really, really enjoy yep. me. But I would take a mythical zone first. Mm-hmm. And if I couldn't get one of those, I would take a paramecia devil fruit like, like them. Yeah, I would. Part of me would say blackbeards, but the pain thing, like the fact, oh that yeah, he, the fact that he feels pain worse than what it actually is, that's what turns me off of, off of blackbeards fruit. I mean, but the upside is that you could like nullify everybody's devil fruits, but it's like. You yeah. still feel that added pain. You can nullify people with devil fruits. You have like, like he has that storage thing. Like, um, what's his name? Caribou, the mud guy. Oh yeah. Like you, you can he can store things. Well, see, Caribou's is better because it doesn't destroy anything, but Blackbeard can literally like absorb anything. Mm-hmm. Like he's like you saw in the fight with Ace. He absorbed whole a whole town. Yep. So it's like. The fact that you can just erase things off the map without mm-hmm. having to move at all. And just drop them off later on. Yeah, and then just drop it off wherever. Yeah. The problem is it's going to be destroyed when you do it because it compresses everything. Yep. Caribou is just literally, is like, it sinks in. Mm-hmm. But that's another advantage, too. Like, being able to just have that kind of effect over such a wide area where you can just destroy all this stuff at once without even having to move. Yep. So I like Blackbeard's fruit. And then, of course, it's it's black. I like black's mm-hmm. my favorite color. So, like, that was a huge thing, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, honestly, you might think I'm crazy. I like Gecko's, Gecko Moria's fruit. The Shadow Shadow fruit? I like Gecko Moria's fruit. Him- I find his interesting. You could just like take people's shadow and store them and and take their and, like, abilities and take their abilities like he did with like he did with Luffy's a little bit. Yeah. And put it in something else. Like he the 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 zombie idea, like the zombie army. Mm-hmm. Like if you put Gecko Moria if he was to take these people's shadows and just hold them within himself, which he can, and he just went to like a marine cemetery. Like yeah, all those soldiers are now his puppets. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. In addition to being able to use shadows to make himself stronger, or to make it so people can't go out in sunlight, <laughs> like mm-hmm. you, you also know, get his... those added abilities from the shadows yeah, you took. Like from exactly. like if you took Zoro's shadow, you could inherit his three sword style. Yeah. You, if you took Sanji's, you can do all his shit he does with his legs, yep. like Diable, Jambe, and all that shit. Exactly. I, I, I find that interesting. I like Moria's fruit. I don't like Moria. He got on my nerves. Uh, yeah. He's he's one of the most annoying characters to me just because of his laugh. I cannot stand his laugh. Me neither. I, I, I hate his laugh so much. I do like that Oda gives the characters unique laughs. They they, they mm-hmm. each have their own laugh. But yep. I hate the one he chose for Moria. I couldn't stand it. Anytime he popped up in Marine 4, I just skipped it. Same. Like... I was I hate his I hate his laugh so much. But so 
let's pivot for a second. Okay. My Hero Academia. Okay. How far are you? Because I know Damn. you. I know you stopped for a while. I stopped for a while. I stopped the part where. Should I say this a spoiler? No, I'm already caught up. I mean, I, I mean. So, so here's the thing. When we talk about an anime, let's let's okay. establish this rule now. That okay. in it in itself for everybody watching this, that is your spoiler alert. Okay, we are about to talk about a story that you may be reading. Just spoiler alert. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. So, be warned. If you're watching this, there might be spoilers depending on yep. what you are reading slash watching. I feel like anybody watching any anime videos or podcasts. That's like that's a given. Yeah. But where so where are you right now? In the manga, uh I stopped the part where Deku it was like everybody was trying to stop Deku from, from leaving. That was like the last part okay. I remember. Okay. From leaving UA. Yeah. Okay. Alright. But you so you saw the first war when Shigaraki yes. wakes up? Yes. Okay. That was that was insane. That was one of my favorite parts of the story. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's ever been a, a manga or anime that's taken a harder left turn. Yeah. My Hero Academia was not this dark when it started. It was. It really wasn't. And it, honestly, it turned a lot of people off. Like I know, I don't know if you know who Roger's base is. Uh, on YouTube, he makes like One Piece videos. Oh, I heard it. Yeah. So. He was saying like around that time was when he he had to stop reading it because he was like, it just wasn't it wasn't appealing to him anymore. Now, for mm-hmm. me, on the other hand, I started to like it way more when that happened. Same. That, that was part of the reason why I stopped watching Boruto because I was just like coming from Naruto and then Naruto Shippuden. I was like, this is not bloody enough. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is just it's just not there's nothing happening. Like I'm not invested in these stories. I'm not invested. It's like in it's like when I watched the anime. It was like filler on top of filler. It's like yeah. when Naruto unlocked that eye. They we saw views of it, but they didn't like go into depth of what right. it actually was. Right, right. It felt like it felt the whole thing felt like filler or like a really long movie. Filler, that wasn't, yeah. That wasn't canon. I don't know if. If I don't know if Boruto was at that part where I saw him like on like this hill when he was fighting uh what's his name? Are they at that part yet or no? Like when it showed in the beginning of the anime? Yeah, I think mm, I think they might be close. I think they might be close. Because they have introduced that character. I know who you're talking about. I don't know his name. But he's got like the scar too, like on his Yeah, face. and he got the he got the yeah. thing on his arm, yeah. Yeah. Um, I know they have introduced that character. I don't think they've, I don't think they've gotten to that point yet. Cause I think there's, I think they're still kind of, they're still young. Okay. Um, but that's the thing. Like everything that I hear is like, oh, Boruto is getting crazy. Boruto is getting crazy. And it's just like, do I really want to watch through all the stuff that made me dislike the show just so I can get to the stuff that people say is good? And even if, uh, even if like, Something crazy happened with in Boruto. It's usually like Naruto and Sasuke doing something. Right, right. Which is what we wanted. <laughs> like, yeah. if you were gonna make a continuation of Naruto, what and just we wanted was just to watch them as adults. Yeah, not to watch their kids. Mm-mm. 
you know, but I guess it keeps with the theme of the show with like the kids being the main characters. But at the same time, it's like these aren't interesting kids. Yeah, it's like Naruto <laughs> like, and stuff. Their, their parents these, usually steal the show. These kids kind of suck. <laughs> <laughs> like that, yeah, you know, but I think the biggest issue is like, like I said, there just wasn't enough conflict, mm-hmm. which kind of kind of like coincides with Legend of Korra. Like, when I watched Legend of Korra, it just didn't mm-hmm. seem like it had the same sense of urgency. As that Avatar. That thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they were really, they were saving the world. Where, like, season one of Legend of Korra is, like, they're fighting the mafia. Which is... Yeah. You know, like, that's that's cool. But in Avatar, that would have been an episode. not Pretty much. <laughs> so it's like, you know, it, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, after you save the world, now what? Mm-hmm. You know? And that's one of those things that a lot of animes sort of fall into where it's like, you have to continuously create new threats. Mm-hmm. Like Naruto, people forget when Naruto started, it was about literally ninjas, like, yeah, <laughs> like throwing stars, you know, kunai. Now we're Chi. going, now we're going, now we're fighting, fighting aliens, God, fight <laughs> aliens, yeah, now fight we're fighting God. aliens. It's yeah. the same thing with Dragon Ball. When Dragon Ball started, Goku was just a really strong kid. You know, it was it was loosely based off of uh Son Goku, you know, the the a monkey, monkey king. king. But, you know, he was just a kid who was really strong and there was Krillin, you know, who was also strong and like they were just strong kids fighting in tournaments and stuff. But now and it's fighting like, the red and find their red ribbon army. Right. Now it's like they're fighting aliens. Goku's an alien. Yeah. They're fighting aliens from another universe. Like it's like all these different it just has to you have to mm-hmm. continuously make it bigger and bigger and bigger until eventually it's just like bro what are we doing yeah you know what i mean it's like goku's constantly like i'm trying i want to be the strongest and then he does it and then somebody else comes up out of nowhere and it's just like where was this person at this whole time exactly like he he finally becomes the strongest person and then the god the literal god of destruction comes and it's like just woke up from his sleep and decided yeah. one day, oh, yeah. I want to fight the Super Saiyan guy. Come bring him up. out. Yeah, <laughs> just happens to wake up from his sleep at like this perfect moment. Yeah, I and that's again, you know, I don't want to give One Piece too much praise, but I think that's part of what makes One Piece kind of cool is that they haven't, they haven't done it yet. Like it's been out for twenty years and they they haven't saved the world yet. No, partially because. They've been like, unlike unlike uh, shows like Naruto or Bleach or whatever, where it's like, you're normally the readers know about the villain before the main character does. Mm-hmm. Where in One Piece we don't know anything. Yeah, <laughs> it's like so part of the reason why you can kind of keep it going and keep prolonging this big, you know, save the world thing is because. As far as we know, the world doesn't need to be saved. Like, Luffy can die tomorrow, and technically (laughs) nothing really changes. Yeah. Like, the world just keeps going as it has been. Whereas, like, in Bleach or in Naruto or in all these other things, it's like, if Naruto dies in that third war arc, the world's destroyed. Yeah. Like, if, if, you know, Ichigo dies fighting Aizen, the world's destroyed. Mm-hmm. So it's like Luffy hasn't had that. Luffy hasn't had the world literally depending on him yet. 
Yeah, and it probably true. never will because, again, unlike those other shonen, in One Piece, the bad guy is kind of already won. Yeah. We're not, we're not fighting to stop a bad guy. It's like the bad guy is already in charge. Like, if the world, if the big enemy is the world government, the world government is already there. Like, it's already in power. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're not, we're not trying to prevent anything. It's just you're trying to topple something that's already there. If you, mm-hmm. if you can't do it, then really just nothing changes. Yeah. The world doesn't get destroyed. So when you have shows like Dragon Ball where it's like Frieza's coming to Earth, we have to stop him or else Earth will be destroyed. And then you stop him and it's like, now what? Yeah. Now what? <laughs> it's like keep, keep training or yeah, whatever. You you kind of just wrote yourself into a corner because this guy was supposed to be the villain and mm-hmm. now he's gone. So there's no villain anymore. And that's what Baruto is dealing with. It's like, all right, well, you know, let's bring some more aliens down. <laughs> you know, the show Taking that was a Dragon about, Ball Z route. The show that was about ninja fights. <laughs> we'll just have we'll bring some more aliens down. So I don't know. I, like I, I love Naruto. I'm not gonna. I'm not here to you know, shit on Naruto or Bleach or anything like that. But a lot of shows, I feel like, like I said, they were meant to be shorter stories, mm-hmm. which is part of why I think. And this is interesting because I haven't really given it much thought. But now it's just kind of occurred to me. It's part of the reason why there aren't any more long shows. That's true. Like. The long, like, 100-plus episode, 200-episode, in the case of One Piece, 1,000-episode animes, those are done. Like, nobody's watching those anymore because there's so much stuff coming out. Yep. So it's like, you're getting three seasons max. Mm -hmm. Like, that's all we can can afford to give you because we literally have to make room for new shows. So it's like, Demon Slayer, the fact that I was able to read all of Demon Slayer in, like, two years. For three years. Right. Was crazy. Demon Slayer, Chainsaw Man. Uh, I think even my hero is about to end soon. Yeah. So it's like that I think more and more we're gonna see shows that don't have that issue, like Naruto or Bleach or Fairy Tale. Fairy Tale. Uh Fairy Tale. <sighs> yeah. But we're, we'll start to see less and less of that where like shows run for forever and eventually get to the point where it's just like, bro, this should have ended three yeah. seasons ago. Hmm. Which is kind of bittersweet because part of me really likes that. Like I like having a show that I can depend on to always just kind of be there and there's always mm-hmm. a new episode coming out. Like I'll be sad when One Piece ends. Oh yeah, for sure. I'll right, be sad I'll, too. I'll be, I'll be actually sad. Which is crazy because as much as I love Naruto, I was not sad when Naruto ended. Me neither. Like it was it was such a weird feeling. It was just like, oh, okay. Like I guess this is it. But it yeah. was like it wasn't it wasn't like I wanna see the rest of these people's lives. Same thing with Bleach. Like it when it ended, it was just like, okay. Yeah. It was just like, all right, I guess. It was that's a fun it. ride. Guess that's right. it then. Right. But when One Piece ends, I think I'll actually be sad. Yeah. Like Avatar. When Avatar ended, I was actually sad. Oh my yeah. I was so hyped when Legend of Korra came back and it was like it was it was a letdown. And I and I don't I don't want to be one of those people that like shits on Korra because it wasn't a bad show. 
It wasn't bad. It was just you can't help but compare it to Avatar. I mean, I would have loved to see like a little like tidbits of Aang. It's like when when Korra started, Aang is already dead. Right. Sokka is dead. I actually cried when I heard uh, that that Sokka actually died. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was sad. It was like, and he didn't have any we, kids too. He could have easily had kids. Right. We don't even know. Like you had to read the you had to read the comics to find out. Like mm-hmm. we, we don't know what happened with him and Suki. Yeah. We don't know. Like we don't know who Toph's baby daddy is yeah like there was so much stuff so much information that was left on the table that we just never found out mm-hmm. and then to pick up with Korra it was just like you were just thrust into this new story but like I said you can't help but compare yeah and it just didn't compare it was it was and it sucks because I think it had a lot of potential mm-hmm. but Nickelodeon just kind of ruined it because like Obviously, the people who made Avatar knew that, you know, the people who watched Avatar as a kid, they're not kids anymore. Mm-hmm. So it's like they tried to make it a little bit more adult and a little bit more grown up with like yeah. some of the issues, like the love triangle stuff and like yeah. you know, having having the mob and, you know, Iman, who's like having like racism even, or, or you know, between the benders and non-benders, like having yep. more grown up like... uh conflicts and and concepts Mm -hmm. but then nickelodeon just like you know it's still a kids network this has this is still a kid show you can't show certain things you can't say certain things it's like they were going for a darker more adult vibe and they just couldn't do what they really wanted to do with it and then nickelodeon kept like changing their schedule and, Mm -hmm. and they put it online and it was like you know, they, they kept telling them, like, oh, we're going to give you one season. So they wrote the first season as, like, a one-off. And then they were like, oh, you know what? This did pretty well, so we'll give you another one. So then it's like, you got to, they fell into that anime trope where it's like, you got to create another villain. Where it's like, this, we wrote this to be one season. Now we have to literally make a whole nother conflict just to keep the story going when it was never supposed to. Because mm-hmm. I, I thought, even though the first season, like I said, I didn't love it that much. If the first, if Legend of Korra ended after the first season, I would have liked it a lot more. As it Man. went on, it kind of started to go further and further downhill. But again, I blame it more on Nickelodeon than anything else, than the writers, because, like I said, they they were trying, they were going for something, and Nickelodeon just wouldn't let them do it. And, yeah. then, and when they had that episode where they killed the uh, uh, the Earth Queen, because that was the whole thing. Like you know, Nick. Doesn't oh yeah. Let you, Nick doesn't let you kill people. Nickelodeon won't let you kill somebody in a show. Literally took why, the breath away from her. That was like... Yeah, that was like why Aang couldn't kill the Fire Lord and like all this other stuff. Like, yeah. obviously they, but they wrote it really well. Mm-hmm. But then when they got to, to Legend of Korra and they killed the Earth Queen, that was when Nick was just like, all right, you're, you're canceled. Like, they canceled <laughs> him. They canceled him for like a month. And then they just started putting the episodes online. And didn't tell anybody. <laughs> really? I'm surprised they didn't cancel it after what happened with Amon, with his brother and all that. But it was on that, that was boat. Be- the reason why was because that was supposed to be the end of the season, remember? Yeah. That was supposed, yeah. To, be the end of the, that was supposed to be the end of the series. So it was, yeah, it was supposed like, to be, it was only supposed to be one season. So I didn't know, I so know why they, they ended it like that. It was supposed to only be one season. So if they ended it there, it was like, no, it was no point in canceling it because like the show was over. Mm-hmm. But then when they got it, but then when they renewed it, 
and they did it again, then it's like, all right, now we got to cancel you. Mm-hmm. Because they had a lot, unlike Aman, which was, that was like the last episode, I think, or second to last episode of the first season with the Earth Queen. That happened in the beginning of the season. Yeah. So it was like, you know, we, we can't, we're not going to let this continue for another 11 episodes. Mm-hmm. So, and then with the whole thing with like Korra and Asami being in love, and it's just oh like, yeah, it was one of those things where it's like they couldn't they couldn't do the traditional like hints that these two had feelings for each other, like what they did with Eng and Katara or what they mm-hmm. did with Korra and Mako. They couldn't do that with Korra and Asami because Nick was like, yeah, it's, this is a this is a touchy subject, mm-hmm. you know. So we're so they had to make it like so nuanced that people didn't even really it it almost didn't even make sense when they finally did it was just like wait a second since when when did this happen yeah and they're like you gotta go back like you know when Cora was hurt Asama wrote her letters and it was like so fucking what <laughs> like what is that <laughs> that means she's a lesbian now like I don't, I don't get it <laughs> it's like I don't care <laughs> so like I said if they had free control I think it probably would have been a lot better. If it was on a different network, it probably would have been a lot better. Yeah. If they had more time, it probably would have been a lot better. I don't I don't put people not liking Cora on the writers. Like they just had a bad they just were dealt a bad set, bad hand. Mm-hmm. And they did the best they could. I don't know how I feel about this new thing that's coming out. The new have you seen it? What? Uh, the new the new avatar. Oh the Earth, yeah, the Earthbender, the Earthbender guy. Yeah, I haven't. Watched I don't know. It. I haven't watched it yet. I haven't I either. Even know, I don't even know if it's out yet, but I I heard about it and I saw some some pictures, and I don't know. I'm gonna wait to see. I'm on the fence like, about it. Yeah, I gotta wait to see what like the general consensus is. Same thing with the with the One Piece live action. Like I'm optimistic about it because mm-hmm. the guy who's running it seems like a general, like a real One Piece fan. Mm-hmm. Like a hardcore fan, so I'm optimistic about it. But same, like when it comes out, I'm not watching it immediately. I gotta wait. I did the same thing with Halo. When the Halo series came out, I I didn't watch it. I was like, I'm gonna wait to see what people say because I'm mm-hmm. not even I'm not even gonna set myself up to just be sitting there angry. And then of course yeah. the verdict was in, and everybody was like, it sucks. And I was like, all right, mm-hmm. I'm not watching it. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we'll see. Live action animes are always tough. Yeah. But we are nearing the end of our time. Therese, did you have anything else that you wanted to mention? Uh, there was actually one theory about One Piece. I don't know if it was a theory, but let me hear it. I'm I'm like convinced that it actually happened. But I'm pretty sure you know it. It's pretty obvious. I'm pretty sure a crocodile is a woman. Used to be a woman. They they so it hasn't been explained yet. I don't know if it ever will be. I don't know if it ever will be something that is said in the story. I think mm-hmm. that will be like an SBS, like, question air, you know, thing. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that'll ever be a a true plot point in the story. It was for the sake. It was for the sake of impel down. Mm-hmm. And it was funny, and it was good to like <laughs> get the theories. It was good to get the theories going. I mean, it was a. I don't think Oda will ever really go into detail with that in the story. I think that'll be an SBS or like, yeah. you know, like something that he puts out on the side 
you know, just to kind of add to the lore and to the to the overall story. It was just something interesting to think about. Yeah, but I have heard that. I've heard people take it as far as that Crocodile is a woman and that he's Luffy's mom. His mom, yeah. I don't think that's... I don't think that that's... That makes no sense. I don't think the, Crocodile could be around Luffy for that long. First of all, why would he... Why would he try and kill him three times? <laughs> if, if, he, if, he, if he knew it was his son. Exactly. He wouldn't try and kill him three times. Second, yeah. I don't think he could be around Luffy for that long as an ally and not say something. Yeah. Like, we don't even know if Crocodile knows Dragon. That's true. Let alone if he's Luffy's Luffy's mom or if he's a woman. The thing mm-hmm. about him being a woman makes sense. Yeah. That's that's generally that's the general like theory that people have of like you know, why Ivankov you know that's a secret only he knows. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's that's the general theory is that Crocodile used to be a woman. And I mean it wouldn't be a shock. It wouldn't be a shock. Because it's it's it wouldn't be a shock because Oda has clearly done that before. Like we've seen like one One Piece is one of the few shows where we've seen like trans characters, gay characters. Yeah. Like it wouldn't be a shock where it's like, oh my god, he's doing that? Like we're really going there, like in this story. Like there are plenty of of we saw it in Impel Down. Like there are plenty of characters. Yeah, yeah. So it wouldn't be a he was, shock. He was the first one. He was? I felt, yeah, he was the first one. When he went to Alabasta, he was like the first gay character that was like introduced. Oh, like, I'm yeah. pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. I think so. I think so, yeah. He... I think so. Yeah, and then when when Luffy yeah. went to Impel Down, he saw Ivankov and all of them, and then when Sanji was stuck on that island, yep. they introduced more. Yep. Yeah, cause even cause if if Crocodile was a woman, he'd probably be like a Bonnie, like Jewelry Bonnie, like yeah. really like more masculine or like tomboy type mm-hmm. of, of woman. And Jewelry Bonnie changes herself all the time, but for a different purpose and in a different way. Yeah, but yeah, I wouldn't be shocked. That's one of those theories that's like, <laughs> see, that's the thing. There's so much going on in One Piece that you can theorize about stuff like that, and it has yeah. nothing to do with. It has nothing to do with, like, the actual story. Yep. Like, that has literally nothing to do with the One Piece, nothing to do with the Void Century or the history of the world or, like, any uh-huh. of the bigger mysteries that are really, like, pertinent to the, the main storyline. But it's still, like, it's still interesting enough that people sit there and think, like, damn, I wonder if Crocodile's Luffy's mom. Because <laughs> even then, like, how many, how many shonen, how many anime or manga do you know of where you make it to a thousand and fifty chapters and you don't know the protagonist's mom (laughs) like we don't even know who luffy's mother is that's yep like it's so it's so much stuff that oda just doesn't give us for the purpose of you'll figure it out later Mm -hmm. like even with roger like did you know that they actually show rayleigh all the way back in like Episode four or five. They did? Yep. And Buggy's and Buggy's flashback when they show him on the ship arguing with Shanks and like somebody older comes and tells him to knock it off. Oh yeah. Oh shit. Wow, that's what I love about One Piece. Yep. And even then we don't find out whose ship that they were on together until the end of Water Seven. Yeah. 
when he found when Frankie found out that Tom was the one who actually built the Oral Jackson. Yep, yep, and that's when we finally see Black uh, Whitebeard and Shanks meet. And Whitebeard says like, "Oh, it seems like just yesterday you were an apprentice on yep. Roger's ship," and everybody's like, "What?" <laughs> and then it's like, "Well, wait a second. That means Bucky was an apprentice I mean, on Buzz, Roger's ship." Right. That means Bucky was also an apprentice. <laughs> yeah, but then it's like at the same time, Bucky's not weak. Like he's not. Technically, he didn't even lose to Luffy in that first fight. Like, he, Luffy and Nami jumped him. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's like, just that he's around stronger characters. Exactly. Exactly. He's 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 one of those people that... uh He purposely puts himself around weak people. Mm-hmm. But not even to fight, just so he can manipulate them. Just so he yep. doesn't have to fight. But yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but he actually can fight. And mm-hmm. his, devil, his devil fruit is useful, and it comes in handy. People are like, everybody, you know, there's that meme that there's only one person in the world that could beat Mihawk. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> his, his sword literally can't cut him. Yeah, because he can't cut him. So it's like, you know, Buggy's not, he's not a weak character, but he is a gag character for sure. Yeah. And the fact that they made this man a warlord. <laughs> I know, that was the... Oh, my God. When I watched 3D2Y, I was like... When the fuck did he make this man a warlord? He didn't even yep. do shit of a report. But they showed it. They showed it. Uh, they showed it in the post-war arc when Luffy goes back to Marineford with Rayleigh. Yep. And everybody's getting the newspapers. When Rayleigh, I mean, when Buggy gets the newspaper about Luffy going back to Marineford, he also yep. gets a letter from the world government. Oh yeah, he did. Yeah. So that's wow. when that, that's when they invited him. Because before that, they were talking. You saw the Gorosei saying like, "Oh, we got two vacancies now in the Seven Warlords. Yeah, we got to replace them." Mm-hmm. So they ended up choosing Buggy. <laughs> that's crazy. Because <laughs> the way that it was presented, you know, on the TVs and everything, was that Buggy was like one of the masterminds. Mm-hmm. And then of course he had his crew. He took in Elvita's crew. And then yeah. he added all the prisoners from Impel Down that broke out, yep. which became a part of his crew. So his crew was like super, was really strong, mm-hmm. you know. So at that point, he pretty much is a warlord. Yeah. But <laughs> compared to Yako and like guys like Luffy and you know Blackbeard mm-hmm. and all them, it's like he's still he's still a piece of shit. Yeah. Which is funny, like where Luffy is, where Luffy is now. You think about him fighting some of his, some of the characters that he fought before, like I was, Luffy, I was, like Luffy now yeah. versus Arlong, like oh my god, he would have killed Arlong. He would have killed Arlong by accident, <laughs> like, even without second gear. He he's yeah. like, yeah, he would have destroyed like some of his toughest fights. Luffy versus Arlong. Luffy versus Crocodile. Luffy Luffy could kill Crocodile right now. Yeah, pretty much. Like, and Crocodile came this close to killing Luffy three times. Luffy mm-hmm. would beat Smoker. Like and like after beat. he learned hockey, he is like Logias don't even mean shit to him no more. Exactly. He could beat Kizaru, probably. Yeah. Well, no. I don't know if he could beat Kizaru. I don't know if he can well, he could probably hold his well, own. Well, this is a little bit of a spoiler. Where Luffy is now in Wano, he could beat Kizaru. Really? He could beat Kizaru. I'm not going to say, I don't know if it'll be easily, but it might be easily. <laughs> like he might, might be easily. Oh, he God. Might be able to, he might be able to easily beat Kizaru. By easily, I mean like, not a one shot, but like, 
like Luffy might not walk away with he he might not bleed. Like really. It might be that bad. Again, <laughs> we haven't seen we haven't seen Kizaru really post time skip, so That's true. So we don't I don't know if Kizaru's gotten any stronger. Uh Aokiji and Akainu did when they fought each other. Oh yeah, and made Punk Hazard the way it was. Right. But Kizaru, we, we have no idea what level he's at now. Yeah. But Luffy could beat Luffy could beat Fuji Fujitora. Mm-hmm. Like and the Admirals, people sleep on the Admirals sometimes. But yeah. the the Yonko are definitely on a different level. Mm-hmm. And Luffy's Luffy's close to like up there with them. So Wow. I gotta read more. Yeah. And when you when you finish because you're in Dressrosa, when you finish the next arc, which is well, there's a small arc in between. But when you finish the next bigger arc, which is Whole Cake Island. Mm. I've heard about that arc. Yeah. When you I think that's that, when I think we get a little bit more about Big Mom. Right. When you finish that, uh you'll see why like Luffy is regarded a lot higher now. Okay. Because I'll be honest with you. Where he is now, Luffy could probably easily beat Doflamingo as well. Easily? Like, like the amount the amount that he advances in the next three arcs alone is crazy. Wow. Not even three, because because the next arc immediately after Dressrosa, like I said, it's a short one and nothing really happens. Mm-hmm. Not nothing happens. I shouldn't say that, but there's not there's not the same level of like intensity as Dressrosa. But okay, in the two arcs following that, Whole Cake Island and Wano, the amount that Luffy advances in just those two arcs is is like if you took Luffy's entire journey from East Blue to the end of the Grand Line. Like to Sabaody when they first got to it, yeah. Luffy has advanced faster in these two arcs than he did in that whole first, first half of the story. Damn. Like in that whole first half of the story, Luffy learns second gear, third gear, mm-hmm. and he unlocks his hockey, but he yep. doesn't learn how to use it. In that whole first half of the story, that is about as much advancement as Luffy gets. Mm-hmm. In terms of getting stronger. In these past two arcs, Luffy has advanced more than he did. I might even include the two-year time skip. Like, he's gotten so much stronger in these past two arcs. It's crazy. Wow. Like, crazy. But the reason why is because he's been fighting a lot. Yeah, that's... I would assume so. He's been fighting almost constantly. So, you know... I think it was Garp or, or Rayleigh that said, you know, hockey blooms in the heat of battle. Mm. So it makes sense. Like it, it, it hasn't felt rushed at all, but mm-hmm. when you look back on it, it's like he's advanced more in these past two arcs than he did in the, an entire first half of the story. To in a, in like in a crazy amount, all of them have mm. really, they've all gotten power-ups, but I won't spoil it for you as far as what is what. Like, this I gotta read. Yeah, you got it. You gotta catch up. 
And then I got to catch up. So we both got homework. You got to catch up in One Piece. Yep. Which will be a lot harder for you. <laughs> and, and I got to catch up in Jujutsu Kaisen. Because I'm still which not caught up. It shouldn't be hard for you. No, no. But I, you know what happened? I was going to read it after the season ended. Because that's always what I do. I, whenever there's a new anime, I'll watch it. And then mm-hmm. I, if I like it, I'll just start reading the manga yep. before the second season starts. I was going to re- start reading it. Serai spoiled it for me. Oh, yeah, you told me. <laughs> and I was like, what's the, what's the point of reading? She spoiled, like, major stuff for me. So I was just like, what's the point of it? She told wow. me, she told me uh, Megumi dies. Uh, like, she told me so much stuff. And I was just like, there's, I'm not, there's no point in reading it yet. <laughs> oh, my God. So I was just like, all right, well, I guess I'll, but I got her back, though, later on. When I started reading Jujutsu Kaisen, I mean, when I started reading um, Tokyo Revengers and I passed her, I spoiled good, her some stuff. Good. So I got her back. Now she knows better. If she tries <laughs> to spoil me on anything, I'll spoil her on something. So yeah, yeah get, so get I, I, gotta, I gotta get caught up. I gotta Same. get caught up. And um, I think that's it, everybody. Yep. So thank you for hanging out with us. Uh, next week, we will check back in, of course, see where, where the progress is. Next week, I might be caught up on Jujutsu Kaisen. Jujutsu Kaisen by next week. I might be. Hopefully by next week, I might be, like, towards the near of Whole Cake Island. Yeah. I'm about to be over Dressrosa. Yeah. Because reading, cause reading Dressrosa is a lot faster than watching. Yeah. Watching it was hell. Watching it, watching Dressrosa and Whole Cake Island were tough. Actually, I didn't watch, I didn't watch all of Whole Cake Island. I didn't watch all of it. Mm. But reading it see that's the thing with a lot of these stories is like reading it week to week versus binging it straight through is such a different experience a lot Mm -hmm. of people did not like now i wouldn't say did not like whole cake island but they felt like it dragged on Mm -hmm. but if you go back and you just binge it straight through it actually is a pretty good read but waiting for it to come out week to week it was tough because it's kind of a it's it spends a lot of time in like one fight and it's like week to week, it was kind of like, damn, we're still here. But when you <laughs> just binge it straight through, it's not it's not actually that bad. Wano's kind of the same way. Wano's kind of the mm-hmm. same way. But it'll be it'll fly by for you. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So next week I should be caught up. Tyrese will be further ahead and we'll talk about uh talk about what you've seen. Yep. And that's a wrap, people. Yep. Peace Thank out. you. Oh, See I you. almost put up my middle finger. Peace out. <laughs>